Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. It's our first podcast of the week. Haven't done anything since uh, since last Thursday when you or last Wednesday because you went and saw Matt Coyle last Thursday. We did very fun night with Coyle at uh, Book Catapult. Thanks. Were you prepared? You know what, <laughs> Dave? Uh, I felt uh, I felt bad for Matt. I felt bad. We had a really small. It was really fun. We had yeah. a small little get together. Well, because it's the middle of the week. Well, it's the middle of the week, and the book's been out for five months. Okay. But Seth, who owns Book Catapult, when we were going to do this way back in January, uh, two days after the event, he had to have emergency open heart surgery. Is he all right? Yeah, he's good now. And so, you know, the book had been out, and Matt said, man, I've done six or seven hits already around San Diego. They were a small little group, but it was really, really fun. Fun group. And what we said to Seth is, we'll go back there in December. Matt's got a new book coming out in December, and we're going to go right during, like, the first week when it's hot. We'll get a bunch of people in there. Did he make him read? No, he didn't, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, make, him, uh, I'll make him read in December. But, uh, shit, can I just say one thing yeah, real quick? Yeah, of course. Because, like, all this shit that goes on about, hey, are you going to 97.3 or are you going to 1090? I have a current job that I really, really like. And all that shit goes on Twitter, and then my bosses are like, hey, are you staying or going? <laughs> I'm not going to work for Scott Kaplan. I love Scott Kaplan. He's a great guy. There's not a fucking chance in hell that I would go work there because he'd beat me over the fucking head to do sided commercials every two seconds. Like he fucking hit me up the other day. Hey, come back to sided. I love the guy. I'm not going back to sided. I have enough shit to do every day. Wait, why would he be working for Scott? Because he's the guy claiming that he's going to buy it, which oh. would be great. Do you I'm think they could actually pull that off? I Listen, man, for all the people there, starting with him yeah. and everybody else, I would think it would be great if he could do it. But I'm not going to be part of it. I like what I'm doing. I like doing this. I like my day job yep. a lot. So if they're going to fucking float my name out there and be like, hey, are Dave and Jeff coming? Fuck no. I'm not going. Stop putting my fucking name out there. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, Jeff literally burns every bridge every well, night. Well, I'll burn the Kaplan Bridge right now. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> kind of what you, the Kaplan's like, wait, hey, why did you just punch me? I didn't do anything. I didn't. But stop. It Like, to me, my like when you have a day job yeah. that you like, where I've been for two years, yep. and they're active on social media, like, they see that shit. I don't have any fucking interest in working for Mike Glickenhaus. Or going down or doing any of that shit. All good guys. I would not fucking quit what I'm doing right now, Dave, to to go work in any of that shit. Here's the the thing that I think a lot of people understand. Look, doing radio wasn't, I mean, it's not surgery. It's not life or death. Right. But at the same time, you never turn it off. Meaning your head never turns right. off. Right. Even on Friday night when you just finished a show at <laughs> right. 9 in the morning, you're thinking, holy fuck, what am I going to say on Monday? You're always Your head's always going, what can I possibly use on the show? You never turn it off. Both of us actually are lucky. Well, we have day jobs where they want you in and you're yeah. out, and they don't want you to ever think about the job when you're away. Which I love. Yeah. They treat me great, and uh, but it's, it's that kind of shit because like, I can say it to them all the time. I don't think they listen to the podcast. I think guys in the building do, which is great. But like, I get it. It's all fun. It generates conversation. I'm glad that two people find us interesting enough to think that we'd be fine on either one of them. And you know what, Dave, if we were where we were five years ago, fuck yeah, yeah. it'd be great. 
But I guarantee you, I hear every show in there, boy, scratching at the door like a little kitty at intercom. <laughs> the rumors I heard can't get it confirmed, but I don't blame them. If I was at 1090, I'd be doing the exact same thing. Absolutely. Because. Yes. You have a mortgage to pay. You have car payments to pay. You got to do that shit. But I'll tell you one guy who hasn't, me. No, me neither. Yeah. And our agent hasn't. Yeah. Nobody is. No. Yeah. So that's it. I just, uh, I I hope he owns that thing and he keeps it running for the next 25 years. But he can put Burt Grossman and Johnny Browner where he thought he was going to put us. Because it's not me. I like Burt Grossman. I think Burt's hysterical. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised Burt that no one has given Burt a full time show. Unless he's turned it down, I think Burt's entertaining. Dave, I like all those guys: Johnny Browner, Craig Elston. I like all those dudes. That's why I'm cheering for it, and I really hope. But, but yeah, that just where I'm at right now. Next week is one of my. I do it twice a year. One of my favorite weeks is to go to Toronto. Love it. And this time I'm staying for a couple of extra days. You know, if we went to work at Kaplan's 1090, we're not going to the fucking Super Bowl. Where are we going? Where the fuck is he sending us? Contract. Hey, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're not fucking going. Where the fuck is he sending us? Lions tournament? Can we? You mean okay. coach? <laughs> Hold on. Can, see, here's the deal. It's funny that you said that. Could he pull it off? I think, honestly, in his mind, he goes, this would be great. I think it would be his worst nightmare. By the yeah. time he puts it all together, it's not what it used to be when John no. Lynch had a hard time running it. I think he'd we have a really NFL tough in time. This town. Yeah. We don't Again. even have the AAF anymore. And then you've got to sit there and run to everybody and apologize where things might not be working out so well. Yeah. You don't want to be that why guy. Why bring that headache on? Exactly. I, those guys should go work where, wherever their next opportunity is, whether it's 97.3. Um, God, I, I, I don't know if those guys would be. Either of those two shows in iHeart, if they'd be enough to pump some life into that station. I don't know. That's a really, 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 really tough horse to ride, that 1360. Um, but I don't know. But but whatever they do, I'm going to support them. I'm just not going to be there working there. Today, give me an example. Your listening habits. What did you listen to today? Stern. Not at all? You didn't flip anything local at all? No, and I'm, I'm sorry for Steve. It's just... Um, it, it's old habits die hard. Yeah. 1090 is 1090 is off my preset. Now, this is what's crazy and 100% sincere. 1090 went off my preset last week. Yeah. And I changed it to AM 830. Okay. More for Angel Baseball than anything. But that happened last week. Tonight, I just changed out 105.7 which has been dead in the water, and I changed that to 105.3. Okay. Because, you know, you have yeah. two FMs, and I just have 105.3 on two of them now. Um, but, yeah, I kind of go, how the fuck did that happen? I don't know. But you have to you have to retrain yourself to kind of get used to the app. I, I did last week. Yeah. Um. Today. Oh, but you know what, Dave? I'll tell you exactly why. Actually, I can tell you why I didn't have uh, the deal on. This is goes into I had to take my car into Mossy Nissan okay. on Saturday. Now for the most part I like Mossy Nissan. Two fucking hours for an oil change and a tire rotation is a little lengthy, kids. Get this <laughs> shit together. But when I go pick up my car, 
and they give you that checklist of shit that you have to do, right? Yeah. Hey, get your transmission fluid flushed and do this and do this. Right at the end, they said your lower torque mount, some fucking thing. Ah, there's a tear in it. And it's the the rubber mount. That it's basically an engine mount. Okay. It's like, well, why the fuck didn't you call me when you see it? Like, it's a Saturday. What the fuck else am I doing? Yeah. Ah, well, you know. So, when Steve was on the air this morning, my car was on the lift at okay. my buddy's repair shop, which worked out good because I went grab my kids. We had breakfast on a rare Monday where they were on spring break, and my car was on the lift. I was at breakfast with my kids. So, when I came in, uh, Jim Rome was on, and then I went to Woods after that. Or, uh, I'm sorry, I went to Stern after that. Okay. Yeah, I I have to look. I'll say it for Steve and everybody else. I have to get in the habit of thinking, hey, I have to go to the 1090 app. Yeah. But for him, who's like family, I'll do it. I'll do it because I know what a grind it is for those guys. So yeah, fuck it. I'll do that for him. They're doing the best they can to hang on. I, I sure. do the same thing. I go to I go to Woods to try and help. I don't know. It's helping him out, but to show I'm supporting my friend. He has no idea if I'm listening or not listening. But at the same time. I do the same thing. You know, I, I got in the car, for example, this morning at 4.50. Coach came on at 5, flipped coach on, and, you know, talking about the ball game. And uh, everything's a ball game. And he talks about, his, I spent a lot of time this weekend getting my NFL draft coverage ready. I'm like, nobody gives a fuck what you think. Yeah. There are guys that there are pros like Adam Shafter who has put a lot of time putting this stuff together. And then I started thinking about it going, we used to do the same thing. We loved the draft. But it was different because just as you said about five minutes ago, when you have a pro team in town mm -hmm. and all you're focused on are what the Chargers might do, yeah. then it's different. But nobody gives a shit if you don't have a pro team what coach thinks on all 32 teams. No. And uh, it exactly. turns into big guiding waste of time. So you end up saying, I'm, I'm flipping the station. So I go through the app and I make sure that Woods is there. And whoever Woods did the show with today, I know he listens to this this show. I don't know who the fuck he was talking to because he never reintroduced the guy the whole time I kept listening. Every time they go in and out of breaks, it's Ben in the woods. Well, it wasn't Ben. Ben wasn't there. Yeah. So I don't know who the fuck he was, ta <laughs> he was talking <laughs> to. It was, it was really kind of crazy. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking to the whole time. Yeah. Fuck. And then, so uh, and then, no offense to Mike, because I, hell, I like Costa too. I never flipped over there to see if, if Costa was even there. Costa wasn't there a week ago. But, um, I just curious to know listening habits. What you happen to listen to now that 1090 doesn't exist anymore? No, nah, it sucks, man. I, I because occasionally would check in on Dan's show. God, Dan's show's just gotten really. Dan's show's become a TV show on the radio. Yeah, and it's too much about those other guys for me. It just for me. It just I don't know it wears me out. It's what I say all the time. That show really, for me, fucked up sports radio because nobody gives a fuck what the board op thinks or the phone screener thinks. Or Is the that how you feel about Darren's show, though? Yeah, too, too absolutely, much the other 100%. Because my pro Jordan Carruth and Marty are really nice people. I like them both. Nobody pushes back. It's so fucking boring to me. Darren could go on tomorrow and go, let me tell you guys something. This is the nicest Saturday we've had here in a long time. It's a great Saturday. That's exactly what Fuck. Happened. It's so boring. <laughs> Someone spit up my water. Yeah. And I have said to him, it wouldn't hurt you to have somebody occasionally fucking challenge you. Yeah. You can handle it. 
Like, if somebody pushed back and did whatever, it's fun. Uh, fuck, you and I don't agree on anything. No. Can you imagine this fucking show? <laughs> if we come in here and it's like, you know what, Dave? God, you're so right. The Dodgers are really awesome. <laughs> fuck that. But that's 12 to 3. Oh, I got to tell you. It's just, yeah. But the problem is with that, Dave, I like both of those yeah. people. I really like Caruth. Really, really good dude. And I know how much he likes Darren and looks up to Darren. Um, and Caswell, I don't know her well, but I've never had any issues with her. But, um, but yeah, like, call him out on his shit. No, he it's can never take it. You wouldn't know. They don't, it never happens. Wouldn't that be great on the stream of just tomorrow? Darren makes any point at all. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe Ty France should be the second baseman. Shut the fuck up, Darren. <laughs> Whoa, Jordan. Oh, save your bullshit. Caruth just loses it. Be great. I put up with your shit under protest. God but now damn that it. we're streaming, I'm going to tell you what I really think. And I'm going to come in there and I'm going to throw water on you. And then I'm going to ask for an autograph. <laughs> and then I'm going to leave. Fuck. Fuck. You know, it's funny. He, Darren the other day posted a picture of him being at the Padre game on, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I think he wrote appetizer. And then he put like main course or something. It was him at the soccer's game. Like he left the Padre game for the soccer's game. Oh, cool. Okay. And then I'm sitting there going, well, they aren't in the Padre station anymore. But I'm and at the same time, I'm like, you can't compare Major League Baseball to indoor soccer. Uh, I don't think any of the guys playing Major League Baseball have a day job. Which we saw when they fucking yeah. did it. Which kudos to all the guys at the soccer's yeah. for grinding it out and and my nephew was on the soccer's the last three years. He hundred percent had a day job. Yeah. I mean kudos to those guys. I'm not I'm not teasing, I'm making fun of them. Whatever it fucking takes, man. And if you're if that's how you make it work, fucking good. And those games are a lot of fun. But yeah, I don't think Will Myers is working at fucking Union Bank no. from eight to noon, right? Fucking Hosmer working with Woods at J&W Redwood. <laughs> driving a forklift. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes down. Can you imagine if that's what he said he's been doing and that's why he's not hitting? <laughs> well, fuck, I'm exhausted from working at J&W Redwood. Woods has me, my fucking day manager, has me running this fucking forklift. I've been driving pallets all over town. And it's hot. And I don't get water. And I'm frustrated. My review didn't go well. <laughs> it would explain a lot. Yeah. It really would. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Yes. I already said there's no way we're working for Kaplan over there. You said you weren't working for anybody in this town. Hang on. What if Woods bought it? What if Woods fucking... Isn't he a big Imagine Dragons guy? What if he fucking <laughs> sold... <laughs> All his signed guitars. Who's he have signed guitars from? Yeah. Jeff Buckley and Oh my God. Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. Jeff Beck. How many more other Jeffs? No kidding. Are there any others? No, I can't think of any Jeffs. That would be it. Here's okay, would I work what for it? Woods over Kaplan? Yes. Now here's the deal. You and I have been partners for a long time. If you said, Hey, let's go work for Kaplan, I would say okay. Now if you said let's go work for Woods, I would say okay. If you're willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. But then when you say, hey, go fuck everyone in this town, including that little jerk got to buy lunch to, I go, well, I think that's off the table. 
That guy's a little yeah, dick. I think. <laughs> I just want to remind you. Literally ripped everybody in this town. So I don't think there's anybody that's going to offer us a job on local radio. You and I, honestly, on air, off air, we've never once said to each other, "Hey, we got to get back on local radio." Not, no. And we haven't been on since 2016. Yeah. And we haven't once said, "Hey, we got to get back on." In years past, we said it a million times, almost every day, to each other privately. Right. We've never had that conversation. No, I said it. Uh, you mentioned the coral thing that we did Friday night. And one of the things I asked Matt was, do you have the ability to turn it off? Yeah. Because I said, with talk radio, you never turn it off. Never stops. And you just keep grinding and grinding and grinding. Yeah, like I said, man, one of my favorite weeks, I do it two times a year. Uh, it happens a week from Thursday when I go up. We'll see if the Raptors are still in the playoffs. The Leafs, we'll see if they're still in tomorrow yeah. night. A uh, really good friend of mine is a trainer for the Oshawa Generals. They're in the middle of the playoffs right now. And worst case scenario, it's Blue Jays and Twins uh, week. Uh, what is it? Two weeks from tonight. That's awesome. Yeah, two weeks from tonight. I'm scheduled to be at Skydome. So that's just that's what I like to do. Man, they treat me great. It's a fun gig. And they did ask me over there. They go, hey, what's up? Where are you at on all this shit? And I said, the problem is with talk radio and I think we touched on this last week. I I always feel, Dave, like it's a two-year cycle. And you, you do it for two years, and then you see what's going to happen next. Yeah. And where I'm at now, I don't have to worry about that shit. Great. Treat me fine. Show up relatively close to on time. <laughs> and, uh, like, the guys that we have, I think we have six people going on this trip next week there's such a good group of people like it, we have a blast yeah and then in august i go to chicago for a week uh, i go to orlando for a week and then in november i go back to toronto for another week i mean that to me is what i look at uh, the way you and i used to look at spring training yeah. or we'd look at super bowl trips or anything yeah. else this is what we do august 6th it's a monday i'm scheduled to be at wrigley field for cubs and a's that's awesome fucking love that Back uh, to Toronto in November, Orlando for a week for a podcast seminar. Teach you how to get your shit together. <laughs> and uh, and that's all I'm really excited to do. So as long as they'll keep me there, that's where I plan on Ben. There's a big part of me that wants to see either Ben or Woods offered a job without the other one. Because after these two two guys swore their love for each other, mm -hmm. I want to see what actually happens. Well, then Was one of them going to turn down the job because, hey, on air, I promised Ben I was never going to leave him. Uh, in that situation, I hope it's offered to Woods. Oh, okay. Me too. Freaking Ben already has a damn job. Yeah. 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 Ben's got a job at yeah. Channel 10. Um, and you know what, Ben, Ben could go work at Kogo. Like, oh, they bring, yeah. They bring well, ben back wasn't he already there a few times? Yeah. Like Ben could fit yeah, right yeah. in. He is an open. Okay. I don't know what Ben makes on TV. But I'm sure he's probably fine doing being the Monday through Friday guy on ABC. Well, what I heard um, from, I'm just joking. I was going to make up a fucking number and then people would lose their shit. <laughs> I was going to say, he's making 485. And I'm just joking. <laughs> Jim Hill money. Jim Hill money. No, but he'd be fine. Ben could go anywhere. And Ben Ben probably, if I'm anybody at 97.3, yeah. He's probably getting a call. Darren's probably getting a call. Cap's probably getting a call. And they should. All of those guys should get that call because they're the guys that are relevant in this town and Stevie's relevant too. So, um, yeah, that's what I would do, but I just, I don't know. I don't know how you sort it all out over there.
Does Scott bring BR with him? Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> Funny you say that. BR has been there. BR's arrangement yeah. was that he had scaled back to Fridays on 1090. Yep. But I have seen BR in every picture for these shows that are streaming. Like every day they're streaming. They were out is of it pre- really BR or is it flat BR? Like flat Ronnie? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Do they have a BR cutout? Just a BR cutout right there. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's BR. And I'm going to say this too. I don't like, I, I feel like you're disrespecting a nice guy. Which one, BR or Scott? BR. Oh, sorry. I'm not disrespecting either one of them. Well, I didn't disrespect Kaplan, but I didn't say, is that really BR or is it a cardboard cutout? That's well, I'm insulting. just saying it doesn't make any sense for him to be there every day. If he was only there on Fridays, why would he start showing up every day? Why is he showing up when nobody can hear the show? Does he know? <laughs> Did they tell him we aren't on the radio? Just keep showing up and we'll pay you? I don't like that. I, I don't like that. I'm just curious. I want to know yeah, what the well, rules are. What's happening? Because if he finds out he's not on radio and didn't know and they're trying to pull a fast one, he's going to beat the dog shit out of Scott. Gonna... <laughs> Why Scott? Why Scott? Because he would have expected Scott to tell him. Well, Scott doesn't need to be physically assaulted. He's going to go, what the fuck have I been walking in here for? Don't whack-a-mole him. What does streaming mean? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> It'll be like, uh, God damn it. Remember that guy that, uh, fuck, they made a documentary about him. The guy in Alaska who was out there living with all the grizzly bears. And then all of a sudden that one grizzly bear just went fucking crazy. Yeah, slapped his head right off his shoulders. Like a pinata. That'll be be Scott. Nice bear. No. No. Oh, shit. There goes my noggin. Gone. That's a crazy movie, man. That was a crazy grizzly man. Yeah. And then they're playing the audio. We determined the audio was too grizzly for this movie. (laughs) So instead, we're just going to show you nine people with headsets on crying. And everybody in the theater's like, fuck, let me hear it. Yeah, you wanted to see his head come off his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could hear it. (laughs) Oh, fuck. You know, when he went out there, I was like. God, be careful. He's playing with... He's fucking... Yeah. He thought that he he had a different relationship with the Bears. Yeah. Hey, we Greco-Roman wrestle? Shit. Why are you eating me? (laughs) That's not in the Marcus of Queensberry rules. Bad bear. (laughs) (laughs) Don't squeeze my cock so hard. That guy's a fucking weirdo. Sorry, he's gone. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, but it's one of those. Play like, the audio. You saw it coming. How am I going to find the audio to that? No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying the guy in the movie. Yeah, we're all in the movie. Everybody's yeah. just sitting in there, fucking pounding Junior Mint. Let me hear it. I mean, come on. Let's let's go through. All right, let me. Yeah. Let's, we're going to play this game right here. Go ahead. We're going to play. Who wants to hear the Grizzly Man audio in the theater? We're all in the theater. Oh, yeah. And it's sports radios. It's sports radio movie day. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go right through the lineup. Does Ben Higgins want to hear it? Nope. No chance. Ben's like, I would like to hear the soundtrack from the Music Man. Yeah. 
I would like that. Steve Woods. Oh, yeah. He wants to hear it. Yeah, he'll slow it down because him and Paul are so fucking edgy. Yes. Hey, don't squeeze my head. (laughs) Gentle Ben. Paul, slow it down even further. That sick, twisted little fuck and his friend. Hate what he's done to Paul. (laughs) He broke Paul. Uh, Does Darren want to hear it? Nope. No chance. Caruth? Nope. No, because Darren said no. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Because Darren said we aren't listening to it. And he said that's a good idea. That's why you're so smart. Kaplan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kaplan's he's a sick a, fuck. He's a sick fucker. You know who else would be right there? would be Welby. Yeah, Welby would. Welby would be right yeah. in there. Yeah. What the hell was the name of that guy? Uh, grizzly Man? Yeah. See, at least he died being Grizzly Man. You know what I mean? It made sense. Hey. Fucking Crocodile Hunter got sung by a stingray. That's embarrassing as shit. Yeah. You don't go that way. It's like the Fast and the Furious guy. He died freaking driving Fast right. and Furious. Right. He didn't get he lived up mu- to the title. Right. He didn't die of the mumps. Yeah. Like he's fucking. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Is Chris Ello listening to it? Chris is too tired to listen. He's not going to listen. Wow. This was really tragic. <laughs> what happened to this guy? Great interview with Austin Hedges. Loved it. Really in depth. Um, I have too much respect for Junior to even ask. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, thirteen sixty Costa. No, too soft. Really? Yeah. He's such a sick he would weirdo. He'd cry. I think he stays in and then he cries. Okay. I see. I think he wouldn't do it in front of people, but at home he'd watch it. It's okay to cry at home. He'd cry. I, I he's not he, doing it. I think he watches it, and then he's disturbed by it for a couple days and writes in his journal (laughs) and blames us. (laughs) Judd? No. no. I think Judd goes. You think so? Yeah, I I think Judd Judd goes. Judd would think it was disgusting and wouldn't do it. Yeah, I know, but he'd still go. Hardwick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, Hardwick's doing it. Ornberg? Yeah, I say Rich does it. Yeah. And Hartman definitely is doing it. Absolutely. They're in. Ernie? No, No, Ernie wouldn't do it either. No. We freaked out. Our new have nightmares. Yeah. And you and I'd be in there. Yeah, of course. Those sick fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Hell, you and I admit we watch all the faces of death. Well, we saw them all. I told you this this story, um, like, yeah, watching that. Like, I'll tell you what I hated in Faces of Death. What'd you hate the worst in Faces of Death? Which one freaked me out the most? Yeah. The goddamn Barracuda. The guy when the guy's deep sea diving and he has the camera and it looks like the barracuda just comes and barely touches the freaking camera and goes by him. Right. And then he flips the camera around and half his face is gone. Gone. Yeah. That that one freaked him out. To the point when I go in the water with the snorkel like I'll be in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh fuck, there's a barracuda. But that's not a barracuda. No, it's a goldfish. No. Yeah, it's fucking Nemo. <laughs> um Why, which one freaked you out? I, I can visualize it right now. Why the fuck were they hitting that little monkey over there? Oh, head? dude, that was awful. I, didn't I hated like that. that one. I hate that was the worst part. Yeah, I didn't like that, that one. That was the worst. I wish you didn't bring that up. That was the worst part. Yeah, that monkey in the middle of the table. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, because they ate his brains. It was monkey brains. It was a restaurant. Yeah, like who who said, like when they're de- like Walchef designs yeah. the menu, right? <laughs> yes. So when he said a couple of months back, "Hey, I'm thinking about naming a sandwich after Dave," I said, "You know what? You should name it after Jake. It would be a much better idea." We came to. We came to an agreement. It's worked out great. At no point did I say, you know what would be cool, Sean? Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. 
bring a small animal that lives in trees, squirrel, woodpecker, monkey, and put them right in the middle of the table with a neck vice, and then just give us all a hammer. Boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And it'll be like that game, Breaking the Ice. Yes. Remember when you were a kid? Break the ice. Hey, who's going to? Hey, not so hard. Come on. That is glazed over, but I don't think he's out yet. That one get him? No. Jesus Christ. Fuck yeah, done. Next round of beers on me. But I can't be here when we cut it open because uh, I don't like that part. I just knocked the shit out of him. Yeah, who? Like when yeah. you design the money, that's awful. That is awful. That was bad. I thought you were going to say the person jumping off the building where everyone's saying jump, jump, and then they like bounce like a basketball. When they I had the a woman. I told you, I had yeah. a woman jump off a building right in front of me. How old were you? Shit. Uh,. Somewhere eight to ten, so that's let's crazy. call it nine. That's that's younger than your boys. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you, did you see her coming, or she just hit the ground in front no, of you? No, I was walking. I was in downtown Minneapolis. I was just sharing this story with somebody, um, talking about suicide, and I was in downtown Minneapolis, completely different time, and I used to take the bus with my grandmother, and I would walk like six blocks to the Minneapolis Public Library. And just hang out, read Great Brain and Encyclopedia Brown and all kinds of fucking... I just thought it was great. And uh, and I'm walking, and it's one of those days where if you've ever been in the winter, little bit of ice, just a small bit of ice on the sidewalk, cold. Yeah. And as I'm going, there's um, coming up to a McDonald's, and there were two moms and probably 10 kids that had to be like, seven seven so they were they were younger than me maybe i was closer to my son's age my sons are 11 maybe i was a little bit closer to their age and uh and all these kids just like little kids do there's you know a group of them they just run out in front of you right nobody you know how kids are like they just my kids do it now yeah they just coming out of barnes and noble or whatever they just run out the door onto the sidewalk they never look for anybody so all these kids just came out. And they were in front of me, so I had to stop. Now, if they don't come out, I get laid out because um, I just caught it out of the side of my eye like out of, because I was looking down at them, and then you see this thing. And, yeah, it was a woman who um, had jumped off the, gosh, I guess it would be about a four-story parking garage. Wow. And so there was one wall that kind of faced it. Uh, faced north south another one faced east west and there was a round circular kind of uh concrete area that connected these two walls and yeah she had jumped from the top and so she just landed she landed dave from me to those white shoes in front of me hit the ground it was just boom like eyes open just staring up into space yeah i was like holy fuck what did your grandmother say when she got you? Oh my God, my! You know what's crazy about it too is like, um, because I haven't had like a lot like that. That's a suicide, but yeah. I didn't know who she was. Um, still, that's the first time we saw a dead body, right? Yeah, that I've admitted to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Oh, my grandmother freaked out. Everybody freaked out, but. 
like I, I had a really good friend who I'll be with in Toronto next week was saying like, did you ever talk that out? I was like, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, I, I hate to think there's any deep rooted fucked up things in my head. Dave, I'm a relatively normal <laughs> yes. person, right? Very down earth. <laughs> I don't think sick things. Do no. Where I? I just said we'd all be in yeah. Grizzly Man watching with the audio up. Eating fucking junior mints. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was crazy, man. Shit was crazy. Saw it in all those kids. I, I, you know what I remember the most thinking about it tonight? Like I can hear it right now. Yeah. I much more remember the yells of the kids. Screaming. Yeah. Just scared. Oh, like, yeah. Little kids scared, man. And that that to me is the worst. Because well, it's amazing she didn't land on somebody. Yeah, she would have. Oh, she'd have fucking. She would have because that's the thing that I was thinking about is just kind of the pace I was going. She yeah. would have fucking laid me out. Lay- Can you imagine that? Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Just fucking like just boom. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> would it have been what the fuck? It would have been. That's it. It's raining women in Minnesota. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. It would have been game over. That's crazy. So. Uh, going back to there, we got in this was the face of the death, uh, face uh-huh. of death, where the people are rooting for that person to jump, and then the person jumps, and I'm yeah, like, nice clue. Yeah, what are you thinking after that? After someone you saw someone actually do it, where everyone's going jump, 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 and then that person starts bouncing on the ground like a basketball it was crazy. My old roommate, female, who I lived with in Carlsbad, had one, two, and three on VHS. Yeah, I rented them. Yeah, I th- people think I'm a sick fuck when I tell them I've seen that. I think she owned them. Oh, she is sick. Sick. And so I said to her, you know, it was crazy at the end is the scene when the person got hit by the train. Oh, yeah. Because I said, God damn, right? She goes, well, you know, it goes so quick. I go, it's like a, I go, you just, the person exploded like like a water balloon. Yeah. And she goes, well, you can't really see that. I go, well, when you go frame by frame, she goes, God (laughs) damn. (laughs) Fuck you doing? (laughs) I go, I just wanted to confirm my... Saw what I saw. I didn't push him. Yeah. He yelling at me for. That's you know it's crazy. You're you might be the only guy I know that admits to watching those things because everyone else goes, dude. I don't. I've seen it, but I don't, don't tell anybody. Yeah. And I was some of that stuff is is I mean really wild. Like the, even the stuff in the courtroom where you know someone's in court for yeah. thinking they they did someone in their family wrong. All of a sudden, boom, pull the gun out and you see someone get shot. All that stuff. You go. It's a lot of it when it's justification. I go. Well, that's pretty cool that they got back. But then you sit there and you talk about people jumping or electrocuted, bomb squad people. Yeah. All that stuff. Freaking well, nuts. You hear that dog? That dog or coyotes? Better not be a coyote. The goddamn door's open. Well, shit. You may hear us fight Wiley Coyote on this show tonight. Just, well, since my bag's to the door, let me know if you see one. <laughs> he just comes walking yeah. up behind you. He rubs against my leg. He's got his suit on. Yeah. Nah, it's just people walking. Walking their dog. But uh, that, Dave, the other thing I was going to, well, there's a, I tell you what, man, like like we're kind of saying it lighthearted. God damn, one of the most disturbing documentaries I've ever seen was a documentary where they just kept a camera on the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I, I mean, it's brutal. I went yeah. through it. I went through it six weeks ago or whatever it's been. Yeah. With an incredibly close friend that that jumped, one and of my it, wife's closest friends did it in Coronado. They really? said it happens all the time. It just they don't put that on the news because they don't want copycats. But it happens yeah. all the time. 
It's just terrible, man. It's just, I I hate to think for people, and you just see him, man. You see him climb over, then you see people are talking to him and trying to talk him in. Some they're able to rescue and bring him back over. Yeah. But then you just see others that go, God damn, man. It just is. I don't know. I feel like with maybe I was more immune to it yeah. a handful of years ago where you watch it. But we've had so much loss around us recently oh, yeah. that when you see it, uh, it just and and people with depression and all those kind of different things that we know of. Um, God, it really impacts you. It yeah. impacts you because you feel, as I did with my, my friend Erica, you just feel incredibly helpless that you weren't able to help him. But but it, it had nothing, what she chose to do had nothing to do with me. Yeah. But you just, again, we talked about it at the time. You don't want to be a superhero, but you, but you want them to know they matter, that they're loved, that they make an impact on you. And at that particular moment, they, they don't care and they make a decision that they can't get back. All right, let me ask you a question about the one the, about the girl in Minnesota real mm-hmm. quick. Because in your mind, first thing you're thinking of, I'm, I'm guessing, number one, uh, uh, there's a dead body right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Two is she almost hit me. Yeah. How long did it take for in your head as a little kid to go, what was she going through that made her jump? Um, hmm. Do you ever think of it like that, or were you just like, "Oh my not gosh, that, that was point. crazy"? What, what what almost happened to me? Yeah, not at that point. Um, it's weird too. My brother, probably, gosh, I don't know, twenty twenty five years ago, saw a guy jump in the gas lamp. Really? Like, I don't know how many people where you go, "Yay, two brothers!" Wow. Probably twenty years apart. Yeah, he saw a guy jump off one of the tall ones. If you know. Um, when you come down past Horton Plaza, I think that's fourth. Yeah. And there's like an old hotel neon sign that they're getting ready to pull out of there. And then there's old school condos, which is funny. The trivia on that place is I think G Gordon Liddy had a place in there. Really? Yeah. And, and the guy jumped from about the 20, I don't know, probably 20th, 25th floor up there. He he pitched himself. My brother saw the whole thing. Jeez. Terrible. Um, no, Dave. I I don't think I had any comprehension at that age. Whatever. And it was somewhere nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Of what she was doing or what she was going through. But yeah, you, I mean, you feel like you you go, yeah, pretty wild life experience. But but I don't know. Yeah, terrible. I want to ask you a couple things about the the San Diego Padres, okay? Because mm-hmm. uh, the we, we love talking Padre baseball. I know the team is struggling right now. This was a really bad series that they just wrapped up. The one at the Reds was one that should never happen. The Reds are terrible. I mean, the yeah. Reds honestly are—I'd say one of the three worst teams in all of baseball. That fucking kid Winker that's hitting the ball. Rick Monday said on the game broadcast Wednesday that he was looking out to center field and Winker was practicing his batting yeah. stance. I mean, and then they they come down here. It's like that that seemed like a team early on that was in a bit of disarray. Oh yeah, I mean before the before they came here, the Reds came to San Diego. They had five wins on the season. I mean, absolutely terrible. You know, they right. were they were five and twelve to start the season. A really bad team. Everybody knows the Reds aren't a good team. That was a bad series. Not saying you're going to look back at that series and that's what cost cost you the National League West, but. The, here's the deal with the San Diego Padres right now. The games coming up, the next 20 games they have, I think are going to make or break to see if they're playing for 
important games in August and September. Here's mm-hmm. the next 20 games for you, okay? Okay. Five against the Dodgers. Wow. Four against the Braves, another playoff wow. team. Three against the Nationals. Three against the Mets. Three against the Rockies. And starting tomorrow, two against the Mariners. The deal that is, is a really tough fucking stretch. It's tough. They absolutely, I was listening to Ted yesterday, and they were talking about the pitching. Yeah. And they were talking about the young pitching. And look, I get it. It's the game broadcast. I thought they were a little over the top complimentary to Lucchese and Lauer, Paddock. Yeah. Right? I agree. But... But I'm not ripping those guys. We, we're going through what I think we all expected. These are young guys. Uh, Paddock. Uh, uh, fuck. The other kid that I'm... Uh, Marco Vicious. Okay. These fucking guys were at A-ball yeah. last year. But all these guys, it's like a five-inning game for them. Yeah. And until these guys become seven-inning guys every night... I mean, holy shit, every night you're going into that bullpen, and I mean, you're going deep into that bullpen every night. So, I mean, Kinsler getting thrown out at third base the other night. What the hell was he thinking? You're going to score on a base hit from second base anyway. What are you thinking? And then you get beat, right? I mean, that you go from winning the game to losing the game in an inning. Yeah. All that kind of shit matters as a vet. Yes. Getting thrown out at third. What's it? If Kinsler was on a one-year deal, one year remaining, don't you feel like that you'd be close to? We'd be saying he's about to get released. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. But I said it here. Why the fuck the rush to sign him to a two-year deal? Super fast. Seriously, like the World Series ended, and we got to sign Ian Kinsler. Yeah. And, it was crazy. And look, I don't know where you're at on Urias. <laughs> he's me. not ready, man. Yeah, he, I hope I hope we say he's just not ready and that he just doesn't just straight out suck, but he's just not ready. He's I, getting killed at the major league level, like killed. he doesn't belong. Killed. And you go, is he a four A player? I don't know. Uh, he's, he's too young to say he's a four A player, right? He's, he's hitting eighty three right now. Eighty three. What's Mejia hitting? Oh God, Mejia sucks too. Um, Mejia's one sixty one. Yeah, I but mean, he, Mejia- and even and even Hedges is is not a hitting catcher. Right? It's it's as we're as we're watching we have the Angel Yankee game on right now. Yelich's name just went by, you know, Player of the Week and how great he's been. Remember, we said this on the on the show. Not saying we're smarter than AJ, but we said the Marlins. Derek Jeter is giving away stars. Yeah, remember, and we we're saying, dude, go get Yelich. He's a Southern California guy. Go get him now. I mean, the guy ends up winning MVP, and now he looks like he's not even close to slowing down. He's such a good player. But fuck. But to get Yelich, it would have cost you Tatis. I don't door. know if it would have cost you to tease him. They were given the, the there wasn't the Yelich of, of now. This was the Yelich of before. They were given those. They were given JT Realmuto away two years ago. Right. They were just trying to clear guys out. Well, for me, I look at this team right now. You have a huge void at second base. Yep, huge void. Right, everybody knows that. Hosmer to me, um, I'm incredibly concerned about with Hosmer. Yep. Like all of a sudden you he go. He was worse than last year when you thought oh, that couldn't fuck. happen. Fuck. But you go, all right, well, we're gonna have to live with Hosmer. He's the veteran guy. Hosmer at first. Tatis, I love it short. Yep. Machado would be nice if he had anybody around him who could fucking hit. Right? Yep. But, uh, to me, I go, Machado's four and nine, four home runs, nine RBIs. 
nobody around him who could fucking hit. Uh, that outfield, to me, you go, all right. Take uh, or leave them, all of them, except for Myers, right? I mean, yeah. Myers' numbers are good. Everyone else, take or leave them. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Renfro be going every day. But but I just think this idea that we're trying to juggle Mejia and we're going to figure out with Kinsler, the whole deal. Shit, man, uh, Barry Bloom wrote it today. You got $24 million of dead money on the books yeah. from guys that, that aren't there. I get that. But... Yeah, life would be a lot easier if that Kinsler contract wasn't here because then you go, well, just bring up Ty France. Send Mejia down and bring up Stewart and just let Mejia go down and catch every day and let Stewart be your guy. And yeah. and figure out with Hedges, just go, shit, man, Hedges does so much for you defensively, but can he can he fucking hit over 200? He's hitting exactly out? 200 right now. And God. that was after a big day yesterday. And then for pitching, uh, look, I don't... Gio Gonzalez released today by the Yankees because he didn't make it. I mean, are you going to go... Now, no. the one thing... Well, I'll tell you the one thing about Gio. At least he's been throwing a ton, right? I mean, right now, Gio, to me, Dave, is different than Keuchel because at least you go, well, fuck, you could probably get Gio relatively cheap on a one-year deal. Of course he could because nobody else wants him. No, but I mean, you have nobody right now that can get you into the sixth fucking no. inning. Well, that's something sixth. that AJ should have figured out before the season started. Right. I mean, here's, so. here's the deal. Who do you think has the lowest ERA among starting pitchers for the Padres? What do you, who would you guess? Ooh, it might be Luke Casey. It is Luke Casey. What do you think that number is? Shit. Uh, <laughs> well, shit. because they go they yeah. go five innings. It fucks everything up. Yeah. Like, when you look at how many earned runs they give up through five, but then you got to double it. Uh, four, two, four. Pretty close. Four, three, three. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, that's your number one guy. Yeah. And yet, you, when you just talked about the guys, the guys who hit on this team, who really aren't hitting, it's, uh, and I'll just throw a couple at you. Hosmer had a big day yesterday, 214. The, the guy you can, two guys you can count on right now. Tatis is one of them, which is great. Mm -hmm. 291. Myers, of course, at 303. Some of these numbers, Machado's struggling 253, Kinsler 154, fuck. Margot, surprising, is hitting 286. Mm. Framil Reyes, fuck. 200, don't tell me when they get a DH, you're going to be happy you have them. He's hitting fucking 200, you know? Yeah. Hedges at one at 200 and, and Mejia at, at 161, and of course. What's Myers at? Myers is doing great. Myers uh, is over 300. Myers is hitting 303. Nice. And it's it's just one of those where you go, fuck, man. The offense is what it was where you go. This team has a combined batting average, I believe, you yeah, have 223, and they're going to fire another hitting coach at the end of the year, and it's the same shit we've seen. And you get a little frustrated going, what the hell is going on? Well, the thing that I couldn't quite figure out was, and look, I, I've said here a lot of times, I'm far from an Andy Green fan. I couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on the last four days when – all the talk came out, is it time to fire Andy? Yeah, everybody wants to fire Andy. He's not the one swinging the bat. No, they're not happy with the lineup, so I yeah. get that. that he but, you know, but that's not him that makes the lineup. Correct. That's the computers that make the lineup. Correct. Out. thousand percent. And, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. There's a, Every team does it now. A.J. Hint showed this. The Astros could win the World Series that way. When Andy Green shows up, on his desk is today's lineup. Yeah. That's how it works. Andy doesn't write out any fucking lineups. There's not a manager in baseball, maybe Boach, and yeah. I don't think he's even doing it anymore. Not with the new regime. Yep. Yours, I would guess. The computer tells you exactly who to play and when to take them out. Yeah. That's how it goes. And technically, you and I could manage the Angels one, uh, one team, and you could manage the Yankees, 
And guess what? Yeah. It'd be the same fucking thing because all the decisions are made for you. You're just the guy. But I like I've said in the past, I thought this was uh, a really interesting year for Andy. We got veteran guys hitting under 160. Yeah. That's not on him. No. Right? That's not on him. Uh, when it, It's just... Look, I think I think we're seeing a little bit of what this year of what we kind of thought this year would be, and Dave, I'm not I'm not upset they didn't sign Keiko. I'm really not. I'm not upset. It's not a Keiko. I don't know. Well, fuck. I mean, I can't say it wouldn't be a three game winner right now. Maybe it would be, but you have to if you're gonna go with these young guys and you're gonna give them the opportunity to play in the bigs. Yeah. I mean, Dave, I'd much rather go through what we're going through right here. Then go through what I'm going to see in in two weeks from tonight, when in Toronto they're still not calling up Vlad Jr. Yeah, which is really weird. Yeah, right. Because I still tune in every night to watch Machado, to watch Tatis. Yeah, I'm interested in the young pitching. Right, Renfro, Myers, Margot, they keep my attention. Hedges keeps my attention. Um, but I tune in on a nightly basis to watch Machado and Tatis. I do too. Same yeah. exact thing. Yeah, and you just go fuck, Dave. How I I hindsight's always twenty twenty, but if you hadn't signed Kinsler, yeah, and you hadn't signed Hosmer, Myers is your first baseman, right? Yep. Shit, man, things are a little different. You got a, a little bit different. more flexibility. They sure do. You but, do. But and it you kind of and you kind of wonder, you know, why? And that's what you wonder: Is this Hosmer contract going to be one of the worst contracts in Padre history? It's not good now. No. It's not good now, and, and again, we we told you, I think last week we said that there's, the story is throw Hosmer a ton of fastballs, and usually when you hear that, that means they think his bat is slow. Yeah, but I heard now, um, it felt like, and I heard a lot more on the radio that they were throwing him a ton of fucking off-speed breaking shit. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't hit that either. Yeah, no. The one home run that he hit that was high was a pitch you would say, don't fucking swing at that pitch. The one that was by his eyes, and he basically tomahawked it right out. But that's a pitch you're always told. You don't swing at anything over your hands. The thing is, though, with him, his rep, Dave's always been a pro, right? Yeah, of course. Kinsler's been a pro. You know when it ended for me with Hosmer? What's that? When he dropped that fucking pop fly in Houston last year. And you're like, how the fuck are you a gold glove first baseman and you couldn't catch a pop fly that cost you the game? Yeah. That's when I was like, fuck it, it's over. It's, <laughs> it's over, it. Johnny. Fuck, Johnny. Take him in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, uh, one quick thing. If you go online on YouTube, they've done a 30 for 30 yeah. on the 1984 All-Valley Karate Tournament. Yes. That fucking Johnny Lawrence is my favorite guy <laughs> of all time. You know, I saw that on YouTube today and I didn't watch it. I saw Dude, that. He goes, he says with a straight face, talking about the kick at the end. He goes, well, A, it's illegal. And it could have been deadly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. I gotta watch it. I fucking love that guy, dude. Whatever that guy's name is, he's so goddamn. The two guys, yeah. I swear, where you go, okay, like road trip to Vegas. Yeah. And you go, give me two guys. Dave, I don't know that I could fucking breathe if we could go road trip to Vegas with Marty Cove. Who played the sensei. Yeah. And fucking Johnny Lawrence. Oh my gosh. I bet those two fucking guys where you go, they would lay me out. God damn. They're both so fucking funny. I love those guys. 
Like, I don't know. Do you have guys? William just, Zabka. That's William the guy. Zabka is so fucking funny. It says funny. it's worth $1.5 million. Who uh, knows that if that's true? That guy should be, at this show that I'm at next week, yeah. I'm going for for a sports show. They have, Joe Theismann's there. Roberto Alomar's there. Rick yeah. Flair's there. All these guys signed autographs. You got to pay them 50 bucks and you can get an autograph. Wouldn't you think that guy, like at Comic-Con or yeah. any of these other shows, wouldn't you think he would have one of the longer lines? Yeah. He's so fucking great. How tall do you think he is? Zapka? Yeah. That's a great question. I'll go uh, I'll go 6'1". Dude, I would have said 6'1", 6'2", somewhere there. 5'8". No! That's what... <laughs> It's five eight. God, he I I think that guy, and you know what? Kudos to him and to Ralph Macchio. Yeah, because the guys who did the thirty for thirty, they weren't sure how it was going to come across. Yeah, they said Zapka and Macchio retweeted it out. Kudos to both those guys for just being so funny. I mean, they they're doing season two now of Cobra Kai on YouTube. But they're so funny just playing it off deadpan and just going through the whole thing. I, I think that's great. That is funny as shit. All right, let me read these things, and then I'm going to tell you about the phone call I got last week from Andy Green. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> I know you guys completely fucked me over, you and uh, Woods. I'll tell you that in just one second. Hey, want to mention uh, the guys that helped this show going. And, of course, uh, Dan Williams joined the show just last week. We're very excited to have Dan on the show. Dan is your guy. I was just complaining to Jeff about taxes, actually, right before – we turn the mics on. Very frustrating that for the first time in my life of being married, I'm actually going to have to pay money. And I'm like, how the hell am I paying money? I always got a minimum of about 12000 back. And all of a sudden, hey, remember, what are you going to do with that 12000 Well, it's not going to happen anymore. So when we talked to Dan last week and he talks about financial needs and how to set up your money and basically have your money work for you. And at the same time, are you prepared for retirement? I mean, when are you going to stop working and decide to go, hey, you know what? I know where my money's going. I know what vacations I'm going to take, where I'm going to live. Dan's your guy. And look, he's, he's also a guy that helps with first-time home buyers. He's a vet, he's a guy that works with the veterans, and he educates people. He builds relationships, and that's what you're going to have with Dan. Dan's your guy at 858-688-6813. Again, he's a pro. Make sure you deal with a pro, especially when talking about your money. 858-688-6813. Funny, I was looking at the book last night. It is Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. And it is such a huge part of his mortgage practice because it's going to help you take your mortgage plan financially and put it into your overall financial plan. You can get it for free right now along with his second book, which is How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. You can get them both uh, by going to sandiegolending.us, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. My guy, Derek Snyder. Yeah. I love Derek to death. We literally had broken down. Here's where you go to get it. Yeah. San Diego lending.us slash Dave Jeff. How do I get the books? <laughs> Derek lives like two blocks away. I'm like, Derek. Let's go and shake them. Damn it. <laughs> uh, it is so, so big. David, I just, like things happen, especially me, having been married and in a relationship for 13 years, where I was married to an attorney and a finance major, my checks just went to the bank and then I didn't worry about anything. I didn't see anything. But now where you're like, okay, you have to manage everything and you're looking ahead to your future. And I have a couple of credit cards where the the financing is six months, same as cash. Man, I just pay them off. Yeah. So I really don't carry any debt. 
because I'm looking ahead saying, well, either I'm going to buy a place or I just want to make sure that when Dan and I sit down, all my ducks are in a row. However, I know there are a lot of you that have not been that fortunate. Unfortunately, you got into a little bit of credit card debt and now you're thinking about a second mortgage or a reverse mortgage or all those different things. It can be incredibly scary if you don't know what you're doing. That's why you want to give Dan a call. 858-688-6813. Again, 858-688-6813. But start with the both the books. San Diego Lending.us slash Dave Jeff. I'm talking to Leisure right here when you give that number out. Yeah. Leisure's if Leisure made the right call to Dan, he wouldn't be taking eight buses to go to Padre Games. Right. Yeah. Right. He'd be in the back of a limo. He would, with his good friend Frank Metaraki. Frank Metaraki, and he'd be drinking drinking sparkling apples apple cider. <laughs> hey, guess who uh, hooked Dan's website up? Kyle Fluger. Yep. Kyle hooked ours up. He did Dan's as well. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Kyle's your guy. Make sure you fix that business up to look more professional and start bringing more business and put more money in your pocket because Kyle got you straightened out. 619-500-6621. Going to write a bunch of blogs coming up. I'll be uh, blogging from the road because our shows will be limited, but I'll take you on the road. We'll take you into... Uh, Beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada next week. We'll have some blogs, some pictures. We'll put those up. And just uh, more blogs, too, about what's been going on recently with the show. Uh, JoJo Tarantino, Glenn Geffner have blogs coming. We'll have Al Horton writing a blog for us relatively quick. Here's the other thing, too. If you're a Padre fan and you want to write a blog, send them over, man. Absolutely. Send them over because I know a lot of you have things you want to write. You don't really have an idea where to post them. Shit, if it's fun, we'll yeah. we'll post it. Yeah, put it up. I'll tell you the other thing, too. If you're going through the drawer and you find those pictures of your mom that nobody's supposed to see, send those over, too. <laughs> Want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. Look, man, it is, is really nice outside. I mean, it's yep. the most beautiful weather you can imagine. You know, it's only going to get better and get warmer. Make sure you call Alan Taylor at Taylor Made Pools. More than 20 years in San Diego, making the perfect pool for you. If you have a pool that you say, you know what, the pool used to be great, but it's not in working condition anymore, Alan's the guy to come over and fix it. He does everything you possibly need. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I had a friend say, I want Yosemite Sam on the bottom of the pool. Yes. And I said, I'll tell you one thing. We'll get that done for you. All you got to do is call Al Taylor. I'll tell you one thing I'm sick of, Dave. Yes. I'm sick of Allie Wagner sending me smiling pictures on Instagram as she poses in front of the Union 76 where the gas is like 480 a gallon. Hey, this isn't a good day, Allie. Okay? There's families out here dying. Not all of us make that big money that they pay at KUSI. <laughs> but where you can turn that to your benefit is do the right thing. And that's say, no, you know what? I'm not going to worry about uh, driving to Sedona this year. I'd like to go down there and find some inner peace, but maybe find that inner peace as you sit next to your brand new tailor-made pool. It's great. Absolutely. And like we said, the nice thing is, too, for the first 100 people that mention Dave and Jeff when you get a tailor-made pool, you will be putting on Alan's direct contact line so he can send you all the videos that he continues to send to me and Dave. <laughs> Only for the first hundred. Only for the first So hundred. act now. <laughs> so act now. 
Hey, want to mention also Brian Curry's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's the guy that has won a ton of awards, and he also knows San Diego County better than anyone else. He's the guy that is the right real estate agent for you. If you're looking to sell, if you're looking to possibly to get into rental properties, make sure you call Brian Curry. Brian's your guy. He's also your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, Brian Curry, 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Man, Brian Curry is as good as it gets. And I just think with the housing market in flux, I mean, you're just seeing it. And, and I've heard more and more stories, not about so much, Dave, people that are looking to buy a house. Yeah. Because I think for all of us, it's an individual case basis. Where do you want to live? Do you have kids, school district? No, I'm single. I'd like to live downtown. I mean, there's a bunch of different things, a bunch of different ways you can go, and Brian's going to help you on every one. But really, I think where Brian is incredibly helpful is for those of you that are looking to sell your house. Because if you're looking and you feel like, man, I'm going to have $900,000 equity in my one-bedroom condo in Santee, guess what? You're full of shit. <laughs> you are as full of shit as it ever came. But you may have a hundred. You may have a hundred grand equity. You may have 25 grand equity, but one way or the other, if you have anything, the guy who's going to tell you is Brian Curry. Yep. He's going to help you make sure that you get fair market because there's nothing worse than being left at the starting block where you say, hey, I'm going to sell my house. Man, it's a buyer's market. And next thing I know, I'm going to move up. Hey, maybe I'll go sign papers on house number two because I know how quickly house number one is going to sell. And all of a sudden you're locked in and you go, shit, now I'm in the middle of two 30-year mortgages. Not going to happen when you call Brian Curry. Absolutely. All right, so here's the story. Uh, yeah, let's hear this shit. <laughs> let's hear this, big shot. This is where knowing you and knowing Stevie Woods is completely backfired on me. So last Friday afternoon, I'm sitting there getting a haircut and the phone rings. And I never answer the phone unless it's a name on there. You know, I never do a random phone number. But I'm like, oh, shit, I got nothing going on. I'm going to answer the phone. So I answer the phone, and I hear Dave, and I said, yeah, Andy Green, manager of the San Diego Padres. And immediately I thought it was you or Woods. Yeah. Because what the fuck would Andy Green be calling me for unless I said right. something on the show that really pissed him off? And right. Andy didn't seem like that guy to call and complain. So I said, whatever. I go, what do you need? And he goes, what? <laughs> I said, I couldn't have been a bigger jerk, I'll tell you right now. I go, what do you need? And I'm thinking, it's, it's again, it's you or Woods. And I'm thinking you're going to start laughing any minute, yeah. you know? And then I'm like, well, how many motherfuckers do a Kentucky accent? Right. You know Nobody. what I mean? And I'm thinking, God, I, go, I lived in Tennessee. I know what a Kentucky accent sounds like, but I'm thinking those guys don't know. And I'm thinking Woods is from fucking Texas. Maybe he does one. You know, all yeah. this shit's going through my head. And he's going, it's really Andy Green. I go, I tell you, I'm going to cut to the chase because this went on about three minutes of me questioning him. Right. I like said, a dope. I, I go, like a dope. So I said, Andy. Let's just play along, and we'll say for the for the sake of argument, you really are Andy Green. I am Andy Green. I got Manny Machado right next to me. Do you want me to put him on the phone? <laughs> and I was like, I said, no, because that guy's going to be some guy impersonating right. Manny Machado. It's Ernie Martinez. Yeah, it's Ernie Martinez. I don't need that shit. That going to get me twice. And I said, no. And he's getting frustrated. And then I said, okay, well, we'll play along like it's really Andy Green. What do you need? Like, I'm still not a nice guy. Yeah. And he goes, well, I'm calling to tell you, you've been named San Diego Coach of the Week, and we're going to give you $1,000 to the Benita Vista Baseball Program. And I watched the whole story on Jake, and it's heartbreaking, and man, my prayers are with you, and 
couldn't have been a nicer guy. And I'm like, holy mm. shit, it's Andy Green. Because mm. you definitely would have said my prayers are with you. <laughs> so, <No. laughs> so I'm like, holy shit. So now I'm like, wait, he just said he's giving us $1,000, which in high school baseball goes so yeah. far. And he goes, we're going to bring you out on June 5th with uh, seven other coaches that are up for Coach of the Year Award. And June 5th, they take on the, Nat- the Phillies. We're going to bring you out on the field, and we're going to, uh, uh, you know, whatever, honor the coaches of the year. And and if you win coach of the year, we're going to give you another $5,000 for your program. I'm like, holy cow. So, yeah, I I thank him, and I appreciate his time and how much it means to us and the whole Mm -hmm. deal. Well, the phone rings, you know, 10 minutes later. It's the San Diego Padres. Andy Green told us to call you because he said you didn't believe for one second was really him. (laughs) We were really telling you that it was Andy Green. I I figured it out then. Tell Andy I'm extremely – apologetic for doubting but just i have some friends that are real assholes <laughs> and no, jeff Dotson and stevie woods and so i was telling woods and woods goes dude i fucking hate pranks i go dude so do i i go i hate april fool's day all that he goes dude i love to bust balls but i hate pranks and i go man i think jeff's the same way i'm the same way are you a prank guy you don't do pranks do you just the guy fucked over in high school. Oh, the guy sent down to the Bahia. Dude, that was the best honestly that's the best um, i've ever heard but yeah no. if i can i thought for sure it was you Fuck guys no. crewing with me Dave, this is why you're such a dumb fuck. Why am I a dumb fuck? I play with fire every day with you two guys. It's not our fault. I love the guy Jake today who tried to blame me for you being a dickhead. I was like, why I'm, am I a dickhead? I said, uh, <laughs> I go, look, I've done a lot of amazing things. Some have been recognized, others haven't. It's fine. But I said, you were a fucking train wreck when I met you. It had nothing <laughs> to do with me. Uh, I want to know this right now. You've yeah. sat there. In that chair over there. Yeah. With your smug little attitude towards this team for two fucking years. Now, I didn't see Dave Roberts calling you, giving you a thousand bucks. Really? Well, you think the Dodgers give you six months of entertainment every year? I'll tell you the one thing they did. Give me six months of entertainment. Yeah. I told you what Dave Roberts didn't give you a thousand fucking dollars. It's true. It's going to buy a lot of baseballs. Hopefully, it buys us a new infield. That's what we need. That's where the money's going to go. We need new infield grass and dirt. Yeah, don't start getting fucking... Okay. I know where the I money's know, going. I literally had a I guy come out doing. today to measure the field. Yeah, I know what you're doing. You're looking for a fucking handout. We're not playing that game. I've already you, got the handout. You got a thousand bucks. I know how you work. I already got it. I already got a handout. Yeah, I know how you... Hey, you know what we could really use? God, it'd be so nice if we could get $25,000 in small unmarked bills. Be. Yeah, yeah there are 20 pines that raises 80000 a year yeah. for the program. But you've sat there with your smug little attitude about this team. And I want to know how you feel tonight when they stepped up and said, you know what? A, we saw the story about Jake, the Padres manager, who's trying to get a goddamn second (laughs) baseman to hit a ball and not get thrown out at third. But you've got time to call your dumb ass. I said, Andy, are you so sure you're going to be there June 5th when I'm there? You son of a bitch. No, I didn't say that. Dude, I'm one of the few guys that says don't fire the guy. It's not his fault that AJ can't put a team together. Oh, fuck. There you go. That was a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like your chances. Right now, I'd say you're I'm, about... I'm, I'm Team Andy right now. I'm like in uh, Toy Story. The bottom of my shoe says Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I want an apology from you to the Padre organization for your attitude for the last couple of years. For the last couple of years, I was You've 100% right. You've been a complete right. dick. I'm not even, you guys portray me as a dick. Oh, it's not that hard. I watch every I watch every goddamn Padre game. I support the team like crazy. I just yeah. want more. I want to win. You're the guy Dennis Quaid's talking about in that video when he goes, Dopey the dick over there. 
That's you. Um, uh, I need. Dennis Quaid portrays. Yeah, great. Here's uh, here's what I think. Yeah. I think if they're donating a thousand dollars. Yeah. There's a, you understand you're not getting coach of the year. Yeah, Give I don't. I don't expect to get coach of the year. No, I hope. I was shocked to get coach. Of the, I don't know who nominated me. I don't know. Not me. Yeah, I, I figured. I didn't even know they gave the guiding award out. I was shocked. Who nominated you? Probably Brian Long. Honestly, I have no idea who nominated uh, me. I think, as a group, I I don't think we can we can hold you to the bet. I think you're just saying that now because you just dropped three or four from the Reds. I think I'm still in on this bet. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm going anywhere. All right, good. It's and not the, that I'm rooting against the pods. I'll be happy to pay the thousand dollars back. All right, and the bet's still on. Okay, it's still on. Well, you had one fucking chance in this dumb. God, you are the I dumbest. Will, it fuck. will be the best thousand dollars I write. Okay. Hey, what are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna give it back to you guys. Oh yeah. No, no, the school will still get their money. The thousand dollars I pay off to you and the listeners will be out of my money. Yeah, we'll want we'll want to see. Uh, I'm a bet in school money. Can you imagine that shit. Yeah, I'm betting school money. <laughs> school money come out. The guy was once coach of the week. Fucking got fired a week <laughs> later for give, betting school money. You just fucking see your mugshot. Yeah, oh, your hair's all messed up, looking like Nick Nolte. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I'll, fucking Stephen Luke. I'm not gonna back out because there are nine other listeners that are like, "Are you serious? This is an excuse to get out." I was thinking about, yeah, I should get out, but I'm not gonna do that to you guys. All right, good. If you get arrested when you embezzle money. <laughs> From, from your, the Padres to the never the Padres, made it to the your company, me, whatever. The question is, will Sasha Fu get your name right when reading no, it? Probably will not. you still be polite? Yeah, I'll still be polite. Yeah. All right. That's it. Anyway, that was kind of crazy. Your guy, That's Andy great. Green. Good for him, man. Honestly, guy, really was cool. And Andy was a super nice guy. Let me ask you two questions. I'm going to ask about the Padres. One is because of where the Padres are right now, the only one game over 500, which mm-hmm. is fine. It just the way it started, we expected more. Who do you blame for the Padres' struggles? Do you blame AJ or Andy? Oh, no, I, I don't blame either one of those guys. I mean, what I do is I look at the fact you go, fucking major league players. You got a hit. Come on, Kinsler, you're a veteran fucking player. Hosmer? So why sign those guys? So to me, you're blaming AJ. He's the one that put those fuckers on the team. Uh, I think Hosmer, dude. I mean, you go. You expect a guy to be to be that player. How how much time are you going to give him in your mind? I mean, I let's say he's down to one fifty eight in June. What I, are you thinking? I don't know. Fuck, you gotta you gotta fucking ride it out unless he becomes a platoon guy with yeah. Myers. God dang, it becomes the. But AJ is the guy who fucking got you. Tatis. Got you Paddock. I, got you Tatis. I got got you Machado. I got that. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. But even Machado right now hasn't done what you thought he was going to do. But again, because nobody around him can fucking hit. Nobody's going to give him anything. Okay. Just so you know, the four biggest contracts, all right, signed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just give you an update of where these guys are at. Let me hear it. Okay. So Trout made the most money, right? Yeah. Trout coming into tonight's game, 333, six home runs, 14 runs knocked in. Pretty yeah. good. And he's been hurt. So it's yeah. pretty good numbers. Bryce Harper, 278, five home runs, 14 runs knocked in. Okay. Nolan Arenado, 259, 12, uh, I think 13 RBI, and uh, four home runs, okay? Okay. Manny, 253, nine RBI, four home runs. Now, here's here's the deal about these numbers. There's only one guy hitting over 300. Mm-hmm. My point is not that these numbers are terrible. It's only freaking uh, April, mm-hmm. and these guys will have completely different numbers by the All-Star break. My, my thing is these are the four highest-paid guys. What are the expectations when you give a guy that much money? What are you expecting to see? Yelich numbers, Bellinger numbers? What are you expecting? 
Uh, like, what do you expect Manny, Manny Machado to finish with? Home runs and batting average and everything else? Uh, shit. Average? He hit 297 last year. 297? All right. But he so sucked I, in the World Series. Yeah. So if I said 288. Okay. 32. God dang, 32. That's it? Come on. More than the 32 I mean, home runs. It. Dude, you're making 300 fucking million dollars. You got to hit more than 32 home runs. You Mark know, Reynolds gets you 32 home runs. Fuck. But... <laughs> Dude, Desmond I, gets you 32 Dude, I tell you what, man. I don't have issues with Machado. I don't. I love what he does defensively. No. And he makes you want to watch. Yeah. I got you. I have no argument with that at all. Now, yeah. let, let's say the Padres continue to struggle through these next 20 games. Are you questioning the Tatis move or going, shit, why did they start the season with him up top? Fuck no. This has been great. Oh, my God. When he's a free agent at 25, or you do you pull a move oh, like... I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be probably living in Toronto at that time, so... <laughs> I'll be a Blue Jays season ticket holder. Sitting next to Lloyd Mosby? Me, Lloyd Mosby, and I'll be hanging out, counting down to Freddie Galvis night. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, all right. So, I'm in on this team. Yeah, I, I am too. I never miss a game. Really, I was disappointed that when I flipped it on, it wasn't there wasn't a game on tonight. I love watching the game, especially when you're here. Because yeah. you, you, I just sit there and watch so you much go, better. fuck. It's so much better than last year. Because, Not even close. Yeah. Because the frustration is where you go, look, Hosmer needs to be better than he is. Yes. I don't know that Kinsler has the opportunity to be better. But you're watching the pitching grow, right? Yeah. Gore is going to pitch another night this week. Uh, according to Mad Friars, he could pitch any night this week at Elsinore. They have a long, yeah. so it might be Tuesday or Wednesday, he could be pitching over there. How about Scanlon saying he thinks he makes it to the majors this year? today he said it on Fuck. twitter that told, would be that's huge i told you patino's pretty pretty awesome pretty damn good and that fucking right fielder i just saw got named one of the top 10 minor leaguers to watch yeah shit man dave i'm not i mean i just what i like is that i feel like they're gonna keep things moving yeah uh, and i think the the i sound like costa right now <laughs> I have one thing that I am most fascinated in yeah. with this team. More than Kinsler, more than Hosmer, more than Paddock or anything else. What the fuck do they do with Urias? God damn it. What man. do they do with that kid? How how long is the leash? Is he only 20? Yeah. Okay, so you, maybe you sit him down in the minors even the whole year. Look at Alex Verdugo for the Dodgers. Well, Francis, fucking Ty Francis, yeah. playing second right yeah, now. and he's killing it. His numbers it. are great. So is France coming up? I mean, you got Perella up here just, now. Yeah, you're just dying for offense. Anybody but what you have right now works. But, like, it, Urias, yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, I, he's only 20. Yeah. You know? Alex Verdugo's up for rookie of the year for the Dodgers. Doesn't seem okay. like Alex Verdugo's been in the major leagues for 10 years. Yes. Yeah. He's still a rookie of the year candidate. But where where are you, where's Urias mentally? Oh, he has to be broken, dude. Right? He's hitting eighty three. Thought he was gonna make the team. Yeah. He didn't. He got sent down. Short, small little sample size. Hit okay. Comes up and can't hit for shit. Not at all. And it looks like it's and look, he had success at all levels. Yeah. That's very well, frustrating. But I, that to me is the storyline that I want to see. Because we've been told that they're going to keep the conveyor belt moving, right? Yep. Well, he's the first guy. He's the first guy where you go, okay, 
Like, is he going to get an extended opportunity? But you have Perella, you've got Kinsler, you got Francis hitting. Like, who's. I don't feel like they're going to go, fuck it. Like, Tatis isn't going anywhere. No, no. Tatis is going to be your guy and is going to play short every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hosmer is going to play first every day, but it's also with Mejia, too. Like, why is Mejia still up here? God dang, man. I have no idea why Mejia's up here. It, it, it's, it, it, there's so many guys that's not cutting it that I think, honestly, you make a desperate move and you call up France. You call up Ty France and say, dude, you're the second baseman. Somebody yeah. else has to give us some kind of offense somewhere. Yeah, and find some arms, yeah. right? Like Erlen coming up. I don't know. Got to find some arms. Okay, Coach said something interesting, and I'll just say yeah, it from Coach. Dave. I'd say a lot of things interesting each and every morning. Hey, Sue, Sue D's here. Got a traffic <laughs> update. Is she working with him? Yeah. Jesus, I'm sorry. All right. Here's what he said. Go ahead and give Tatis a giant contract right now. And I'm like, why? Aren't you know, these the kind of contracts that you sit there and yeah, well, go, it's great playing a guy that the minimum, like, like Cody Bellinger is making $500,000. Yeah. I think what coach is looking at, my guess would be, is seeing what you're seeing around baseball right now. We're signing these guys to like seven year deals. Yeah. So you get a couple of the first, it, it's a trade off. You take away a couple of those first free agent deal, free agent years. They get more money on the front end. It benefits the team on the back end. Would you give him right now 10 years, $200 million? Uh, I mean, he's basically saying give him, a, give him a 10-year contract. Now, if I'm Tatis, I'm not even signing that deal. I'm looking no. at Trout, who just got $400 million. I'm like, I have faith in my ability, and I don't know where things are going to be. No, I'm not going to sign that money. Even though that money sounds ridiculous, it might not seem ridiculous in 10 years. Yeah, I'm, all things being equal, you just have no margin of error. Yeah, that's what if, I'm saying. Why? Something, I, I would do it with him before I do it with Gore because for a pitcher. I want right? to give a pitcher that money, yeah. Right, especially with DeGrom and, and all that shit. Um, but I'd sure think about it. Wow. I'd sure think about it with that guy. See, and I, and I look at, and the reason I say that, you look at some of the guys who were rookie of the years, well, Bellinger's red hot. The Dodgers aren't giving him a dime. You know what I mean? They're saying, yeah. dude, you're going to pay for play for $550,000. And Seager over there, your roommate, because you've got mm -hmm. sort of enough money, you guys are going to share an apartment until it's time we have to actually pay you. Yeah. You know, they aren't doing it with those guys. I'm like, why would you? You guys have been in the big leagues for three weeks. Why would you give them $200 million? Yeah, I, you're seeing it, though, with the norm. I don't know. That would yeah, be, I would, I would that's just, crazy early. I mean, the Braves did it basically one year into it, right? With Acuna? Yeah, we give Acuna all that money. And did the, uh, I feel like the White Sox did it with Jimenez too. God dang it. I don't know if the White Sox did it. You, you know. Uh, I felt like if they did it, it with okay. Jimenez before he, and fuck, who was the team last year that did it with the kid that, was it last year they did it with a kid, either like the Reds or the Nationals. I feel like they did it with a guy who never fucking uh, hadn't played an inning. They gave him like a 10-year deal. Yeah, well, maybe you're right. Maybe that's the way to go. It just seems strange to me of because, you're controlling them right now. What's the hurry to give them $200 million? Yeah, if you look at it and you go, okay, what do we have on the books? Yeah. Right? Well, you've got Myers. You've got Hosmer. So you go, all right, well, and you got Machado. Yeah. Those are the main ones. So you go, all right, well, for the first three, maybe not that big, kind of like what you did with Myers. And then when Myers comes off the book and Hosmer's deal drops to $13 million a year, then you go, okay, well, now it increases. So by yours, 10 at, at 
200. Maybe the first couple of years are whatever, 10. Yeah. And then the last couple of years are 30. And it works out. I don't know. God, fuck Dave. He's a pretty special player, man. No, he's outstanding. It's, it's fun to watch. And they're going to make a shitload of money on marketing with that yeah. kid, too. So likable. I mean, just personality. Likable. I don't know. Uh, but but for me, uh, it's Urias. What, how, how far do you go? What do you go? Because is that kid, does he have, I mean, it's not, I don't think he has, shit, does he have 150 major league at bats? Remember last year he came up and he got hurt? Yeah, I don't think he does. I don't think he has that many. By the way, Jimenez signed, if I'm not mistaken here, is that six years, 43 million? Okay. So you're looking at, you know, $7 million a year, basically. Yeah. That's a uh, that seems like a pretty good deal. Good deal for the White Sox. Yeah, you know what was the deal? Yeah, oh yeah, that's the deal. Yeah, that was the deal that they looked at and just go, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, yeah, six years, forty three. Yeah, what he's was only twenty two years old. So at twenty eight, he'll have a chance to make big time money again. Yeah, there were a couple of those deals. Maybe it was that Jimenez deal. There were a couple that, from a player's perspective, it didn't make any sense at all. No, but. Look, I, I just uh, watching Tatis and Machado on the left side is as fun as anything that I can remember with this team in a long, long time. Yeah. So we'll watch it and see what happens. Hopefully the pitching is able to go out, but but if they they just got to find a way to start getting these guys into the seventh inning consistently, and then maybe things can turn around. It's going to be a fun next 20 days. Absolutely. All but right. I, I wouldn't freak out if it if it's – would you say it's how many games, Dave? Twenty. Twenty games, and they're all against basically playoff teams. Yeah, I mean, I I would love it to be fourteen and six. Oh Jesus! No, I'm just yeah. saying. But if you're if you're nine and eleven, I'm not gonna. I think you're it. fine if you're ten and ten. Right? No, I was just gonna yeah. say fourteen and six would be great. But if you're nine eleven, uh, I, I don't think anybody's gonna panic unless you're getting beat consistently twelve nothing. But yeah, should be fun. We'll start watching tomorrow night. Back here Wednesday night. And then uh, we'll figure it out for next week. All right. Good deal. We'll see you next time. When I